Serve the Lord. When I was young, and most of you, especially if your parent didn't attend school, he has a time to advise you. And the time they always advise us is when you are going to school and is paying the school fees. You cannot take the money without advice. <laughs> That is where they'll tell you when you go learn. Put every effort in it. Because it's your sweat that they're giving to you. They advise you to work hard. And that's a very good advice. If you want to be rich, you must be a hard worker. Lazy people don't become rich. Prosperity don't come to lazy people. It's for hard workers. Oh. The blessing of prosperity comes to hard working. In fact, God added hard working. That will be fruitful. There's, there is there is some kind of work we do. People work hard without God's blessing. That's not the one I'm talking about. Working hard because you know what to do. So they'll tell you, work hard. They'll tell you, and we have to do it well. Whatever you are doing, not only working hard, but also whatever you are doing, you do it very well. And that is excellent. That is what this church stands for. Uh, when you are uh, a tailor, you're sewing, be a hard worker. When you take five people, you want to sew it, and you tell them, tomorrow come because you divided the time. Make sure uh, you work hard to beat the deadline, and uh, not only working hard to beat the deadline, but do it 
excellently. If you do that, your customers, you don't have to advertise for them. You know, some people are very good. You say, ah, this person is a very good, he, he can do good work. But the moment they put but, then you are in trouble. Name them. Some people are very good cook. If you order, do a very good order and they cooked, everybody that eats their food knows that this one is rich. But if you get a guest and you ask the person to cook and the program is at 12, she will come at 5. By the time she comes, everybody is gone. And you have to eat the food. If you do that the next time, it doesn't matter how good you are. They won't take you. Then he said, the devil is stopping my blessing. It's not the devil. It is you. If indeed is a devil, then the devil is your attitude. Oh, this is a small, small advice. Uh, so people think prosperity just come. Uh, 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 you sit down, you close your eyes, and, and, and prosperity will fall on your laps. Yes, I believe in miracles like that. But even if God, God, I don't think, if I'm God, I won't do that. If we put it on somebody's lap like that, it will destroy the dividend. But God wants to give blessing to responsible When he gave the garden to Adam, he said, Adam, you must steal it. You must take care of it. You must make sure it will be responsible to take care because you are responsible. That's why I'm taking you. When he called Abraham, he said, I know Abraham that this is what he would do. That's why I called him. There were many people in his village. There were many his peer, peer, his pressure, his peer friends, his friends, people that he worked with, people that he came out with, but he knew that what is in Abraham? So what can God see in you to entrust great things in your hands? So I'm not going to preach. I'm not preaching on prosperity today. I don't know why I started from this point. But Jesus gave us some, I said, our fathers gave us advice. Jesus also gave us a commission. How many know that Jesus gave us a commission? When he was leaving this earth. I know people's last word, very, very important. When somebody says his will and the person dies, even if he did it and by the time he's dying, he changes and that one, the old one, uh, is the new, the last one he did is the one, or is it true? Uh, it's his last will that needs to be carried on. So Jesus made his great last will. 
And I believe that every believer, every church, and everyone who is called the child of God must obey that commission. Hallelujah. And what is the commission? What did he tell us to do? I believe, let's look at Matthew 28, verse 19. Before we get there, go therefore and make what? Disciples. What is a disciple? You are a Christian. What does it mean by disciple? If we don't understand, how can you make what you don't understand. Who is a disciple? It's not any, any, any big word. It's an ordinary word. What? A follower, isn't it? Oh. Go and make what? Followers. So, are you a, a follower of Christ? Are you? Then who are you? Some of you, we are, not, we are not bold enough to say yes because of what happened yesterday, because of what happened uh, during the week. <laughs> Jesus said, go and make what? Baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son of the Holy Spirit. I believe it's a very, very important thing. He wanted us to introduce to every creature. He said, go and share the good news. How many know that there's a good news around? We don't know. There's a good news. Let me read some of the scriptures. Mark 16, 15, I'll read some scriptures so that you should know what to, before I say what I want to say. Mark 16, verse 15, he said, and he said to them, go into the, all the world and preach the word, the gospel to what? To every word, creature. It means that every tribe, every nation, every person must be preached to. It doesn't matter whether he is short whether he is tall, whether he is green, whether he is black, whether he is yellow, whether he is, he is, he is what? White or whether he is any color. It doesn't matter whether he went to school, he didn't go to school, whether he can speak your language, he can speak your language, he can speak English, whether educated or uneducated. All ethnic group, every nation go to the nations and Preach the gospel to them. It is the work that the church should be doing and every believer should be doing. Matthew 28, 19. I love these scriptures because uh, go therefore. He said do what? 
there is a going. Go therefore and make disciples of what? Say all nations. It means that every ethnic group and I believe that there are many nations in this room. We have, you know, when God was, he said, I'm going to make out of you nations. So he called uh, all the groupings as nations. So we have uh, 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 the Ghan nation here, they are here, and uh, the Kwao nations, and, uh, and, uh, and uh, I can say the Teshi nations. Uh, the Teshi nation, the nation of Teshi, a nation of Nungwa, uh, nation of uh, Adabraka, uh, Nima nations, uh, 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 all nations uh, 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 everywhere, everywhere. Nations, wherever any ethnic or grouping are, we call them nations. Uh, unfortunately, it is. Uh, we have been we have modified it and this modified things that have been modified like Ghana you put a, a how do you call it some uh, some border uh, all around uh, because uh, our colonial masses came and they colonized this area they said this year they speak English so uh, let's put a line there meanwhile we have some family at the other side uh, one nation they divided us some in Togo so many uh, 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 Ghana, isn't it? Uh, so one will go and cook at the other side and they'll come and eat in the family house in the other. <laughs> so the other person, your cousin, he call himself a Togolese and the other cousin is a Ghanaian. Uh, how do they become like that? No, it is just a human. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the groupings. It doesn't matter whether you are here or there, if there's something common with certain people, their nations, we must go out and everyone in a certain, is in a certain nation. The area you are, the grouping in which you belong to, that is where God wants you to go there and to bring and to witness and to bring them to him. Say amen. So then we say, oh, go and witness. People say, oh, what? you don't see where to go, the field. The field is just by you. If everybody can get his family, it will be very easy. Can get his friend, it will be easy. Your workplace, after closing, your lifestyle will just challenge them. And through that, you give them Christ. You are changing that nation. You are bringing them to Christ. It is our work. It is our job. It is the job of every believer. They say, oh, pastor, me, I can't preach. You don't need to preach. Can't you wash up? You, 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 Facebook, how do you call it? You tweet. You WhatsApp. What again? You stand chat. <laughs> you see, I could cry about the answer. 
Snapchat. Snapchat. You see, my chimo. My chat is Right? With all kind of different, they are very good, but they can be channeled well. We can, these days, going is not even taking a bus and going to town. These days, you go through electronics. We can enter into your house, even in homes. They now chat electronically. And one day I'll put plaster here. If I were God, I will make everybody, those people dumb, they use your hands to talk. He said, darling, are you there? Then she said, yes, I'm here. Say, how are you doing? Then he said, I'm fine. So you go and they see everybody making. So the old man that is in the family, they don't know how to do the language they haven't learned that language. So you see the young ones, everybody's talking then, the old. <laughs> you've invited, you've invited your grandchildren, your children, just to come and let have fellowship together and everybody's on it. It's good. We can channel as well. You can use that to witness to somebody. Say, how are you? Then you then you, I'm fine. Have you considered that one day you leave this world? Then you chat back. Oh, I haven't, I haven't thought about that. Then you chat then begin to think about it. So, you, you, then you start with it. They say, I have a solution to that. Then you begin to, this should be used. Not only say, hey, let's go out. Where are you going? The people you are going to, they, the language they speak, is that. So you go there, you're talking about Jesus Christ, he's on the phone. So use that. We can also use that kind of, they say, don't let that be regimental. They say, go and preach. They be a crusade. They will go and gather, they say, make the same, go to this area. We bring them, we collect all our church members there. Go and preach to them and bring them back. So let's use different whatever method you can do to catch somebody. Use it. I'm encouraging you to use technology to also, as technology is going high, IT is going high, use it also in witnessing. Christ must be known. It used to be television. Huh? But now how many of you watch television? You want news. You can get it on your phone. Very soon, all these TVs, they'll be obsolete. 
it will be just because you've lived some life before that will be there to show your children that this is what we used to watch. Everything is moving. The church must position itself to be ahead and take advantage of what is happening. But after from the Jesus said we should go out and preach to all nations. I love it. And baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. I really love that. Then 18 to 20, Matthew 18, uh, uh, Matthew 28, verse 18 to 20, uh, uh, Jesus says something. Let's look at it. And Jesus came and spoke to them, saying, All authority, said all authority, has been given to me in heaven and earth. Why did he give that authority? Let's, oh, let, let, oh I love this. Let, let's continue. Let's continue to 20. Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all things that I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. He started that all authority is given unto me. So no one can keep you from preaching the gospel. Nothing can stop you. There's an authority backing you. Like how the state authority is backing the policeman. You have it. The moment the policeman removed or the, the army, the, the soldier man removed his, his, his uniform, he is just like a civilian. Some of them are sitting among us. They are church members now. By the moment they put on their dresses, they change. They're coming, he, he, he does this, pastor must stop. This is not the church. The state authority is behind the man. We must understand the authority Jesus has given to us. He said, I have all this authority. I am not sending you without power. I'm giving you what it takes to be able to witness. You are to speak the word and I am to convict them. Sometimes our problem is that we want to convict, want to be the Holy Ghost. But you are not the Holy Ghost. Tell them about Jesus. Holy Ghost can take your word and touch them. Sometimes some will not listen to you. Don't be discouraged. You've just obeyed God. If he didn't listen, it is God he didn't listen to. Jesus said, Jesus is the one who was saying, he said, look, I'm taking, telling you to people's house. Go and preach the gospel. Those who will, who will not hear you. Eh? Even your sanders. It means that some people won't hear them. <laughs> there are some people who, who will never hear. <laughs> you, you will remember who will not listen, they will listen, but they will not uh, uh, accept, take it. So it's not everybody who may. Some 
may resist you, but you've left something in the heart. I told you, I, wit I used to wit uh, witness somebody. The guy used to live around uh, uh, examination council area there. SIC used to have some, you are rich there. You have, you have some flat there. There's some man who lived there. I, I, I was going, I saw this guy. He entered with his car and I followed him. He got up. I said, do you know, uh, you know, I have zeal. I said, if you die, do you think you can go to heaven with your car? And the guy was very angry. <laughs> who is this guy who just followed me? I've come for, no, Ghanaian, we, we don't want to hear from, about death. I, and I said, look, Jesus wants to save you. Jesus wants to give you eternal life. I preached the gospel to him. He was so angry. He said, clear out from this place or else I'll let my dog finish you. So he went and opened some big dog. He made, whoa. And my senses <laughs> spoke to me. I'm not a fool. I'm wise. <laughs> I have to jump out of the house quickly before the dog because the dog is not a human being so he might not understand what i'm telling him <laughs> so that's why i said i have senses i came out the guy said stop it man don't never come to my house again for so come here let this this dog tear you into pieces i said hey when i went i said jesus didn't i preach your word <laughs> i thought you were going to come from heaven do something. But sometimes God is very quiet. Many years. You know, I, re I saw the man where, see, when somebody treats you like that, the picture never leaves your mind. I was a solution center at uh, Bidding Power. And I preached. The power of God moved. And I made some altar call and I saw the man. <laughs> People were coming and the man also came. The moment he came, I realized this was the man who, who sent his dog. <laughs> Eventually, maybe somebody preached to him. But after we finished, He's a man of God. I want to see you. I said, oh, come. If I had a dog. <laughs> so I took him at the corner that time. We have to go back there. So we're there. He said, oh, I want you to father me. I said, hey. I will show you where my house is. I said, I know where your house is. <laughs> he, he thought I was using the word of knowledge. I said, this is a word of knowledge. I know. <laughs> I said, oh, you should have some big dog. He said, how dare? Hey. He, the guy was, if it's this old, former, this new, new prophet, you use it as a word of, I said, oh. I said, you have a big dog. 
you used to have some big dog this year, some years back. He said, yes. I used to have this type of car. Hey, this man is a man of God. I said, I'm not, no, no, no. You will. I will tell, I will tell you this is why I'm saying that. I said, do you remember God sent some man to you when you just came from office and you entered your court out of your car and the man came and asked you about death and life. He said, what? From that day, I never had my peace. A seed had been sown that brought that craveness was looking for a solution to that. Then he met, I think, full gospel. He went, somebody took him to full gospel. He accepted Christ. Sometimes what you will do, you don't know what it has done. It has broken the rocks. It will break all the hard rocks then somebody just come and just preach and it where he thinks he's a mighty man. You are the one who did it. So you go, your work is not to, conv uh, uh, to, to, to do the work of the Holy Ghost. You just go and sow the word, speak the word. If they accept it, thank God. If they don't, continue the next person. From that day, I say, oh my God, if I meet anybody, I will tell him about this, Jesus. Even if he insults me, I know it will still, he won't have peace. I might not get into his mind to know what is happening, but in future, that seed will grow and will bear fruit in the life. So don't be discouraged if you spoke to people and some will snub you. Some will make a mockery of you. It's part of the Christian life. The Christian life is part of it. Jesus encourages all of us to go and preach. He gave us an assignment. He said we should go. Assignment for everyone, including me, to make disciples of nations and ethnic groups with kingdom values and the way of life. We are making disciples. We are making, we should be able to influence them with the kingdom values. When you get them born again, what the church should do is to be able to disciple them, teach them with the kingdom values. So at their work, please, they use the kingdom values. In their marriages, the kingdom values. And when, even if it's a trotro driver, it's different. He, he wants to talk to people. He sees men as in the image of God. So he will give you the respect that is kingdom values. That God created man in his image. So when you're dealing with men, whether the person is rich or poor, you don't look at the dress. You look at the person that God has created. That is the kingdom values. 
hope you're getting me. So we are only not we are not only just to make them convert, but we have to teach them and put the kingdom values in them. So that when they are even courting as young man and young woman, the kingdom values are there. You don't need to give them rules and laws. Because when those values are there, they will be guided by those values. If you are able to do this, the work of schools, of governments, will just be small. They don't need to do it. The values are there. If the values are not there, you need to employ more policemen to check values. Because they affect whatever they do. You tell them, don't throw uh, rubbish away. If that's his character. It does. He doesn't see anything wrong with eating something, putting it anywhere. If he doesn't see anything wrong, the law cannot make him see it wrong. Except he thinks he'll be punished. So where there's nobody, he will throw it there. But if he sees it, that what I am doing have an effect on other people, and God wants people to live a good life, it will bring disease and sickness, and God wants men to live in a healthy way, because of those values which I raise high, I will never litter the place. It doesn't become a law. It becomes something which you yourself, you don't need, nobody needs to put law. So if Christianity will have to strive, we need to change those things. And that is why I believe that this year, each one of us should be able to get one, one person that you can point to that through me, this person have come to know Christ. How many of you will do that? Great. You don't need any reward from man. It should be a burden. A commandment. Commandment are obeyed. You don't argue with commandment. How do you know that? When your commander gives this, advice can be taken or rejected. Your father say he will advise you. Learn all. I can say, okay. But it's an advice. If I get to school, I can either take it or reject it. But when it's a commandment, it's a command. If you command, you go. You don't ask questions. Why should I go? He's a commander. And the commander gave a command. The church must obey. The church must what? I see people, the church, doing the minor things. 
and living there what they are called to come and do. This is until you call yourself a prophet. You don't get crowd. So people even who are not prophets have ordained themselves as prophets. Oh, you know, you know, you know it can be done. Jesus said, there are some who were made Enoch by God. They came with their Enoch. Some, it is men who made them Enoch. Some too, they made themselves Enoch. This world, that's how it is. So some, it is men that call them. They put prophet, prophet on you, and then you tell her, my prophet. Some today hit, hit, that thing is not working. Say, hey, you can't say prophet. Oh. And my, I heard somebody said he was, he was raising fun. And he, he said, oh, I want 10 people to come and give 500 pounds. $500. And nobody came. He entered into his prophetic. He said, I have seen 20 coffins. As people come to give, you deliver yourself from that coffin. <laughs> come and see the rush. So the people were holding. <laughs> they were rushing. Don't nobody want to die. He would rather leave his $500 and leave. He, you know, he said, I don't know who is inside. But as you come to give, your soul is delivered. <laughs> he had more than what he called. Don't put pressure on the prophets to conjure certain visions. But I like this church. Clap for yourself. If there's a need and we ask, you see the need, you don't need to be manipulated. You come and you give. Clap for yourself. By doing that, you are helping the pastor to live by the truth. And stand by the truth. Clap for yourself again. So we must go out. Preach the good news. To all people. And. As we do that. God is going to bless us. Say amen. Amen. Say amen. amen. Say amen. amen. He said, go ye and share the good news. What are we to share? 
Say good news. Say good news. To who? To every creature. Every human being need this good news. The good news that go and share the good news that the lamb had been sacrificed that God had made peace with man and that God is no longer angry with man. What a good news. Man sinned. Man was at war with God. God decided I'm going to throw man away from my presence. And the good news is that they wanted a lamb to be slain. Somebody must take the place. And somebody came and stood in your place. Instead of God being angry with him, you, the anger went to that person and he died on the cross. So you no longer have to go through that. God wants all mankind to know that there is now peace between you and them. But that peace is not automatic. The peace is when you accept Jesus, the Prince of Peace, into your life. And that is what you are bringing to them. And this world, what we need is peace. We have the whole. The UN, most of the way they do is peace work. Because of peace, that's why they, after the war, they don't want anything. So they came together and said, United Nations. And we send our, 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 our soldiers, our police for peacekeeping. Isn't it? Peace. Abu Shampani, or family head. Most of the work he does is to settle to bring peace to the family. Peace. The reason why people are crying, vigilante, vigilante, what do we want? Peace. Let's ban them. Why do you want to ban them? Because you want what? Well, we have seen that wherever there is no peace, there's no progress. And because there is no peace in man, that is why man is not progressing in life. There must be peace between man and God. And Jesus is the solution. There's no any other way without apology. Jesus is the solution to that peace. So the message we're carrying is a message of peace and not a message of condemnation. We carry the message that after the fall in the Garden of Eden, we can now be reconciled to God. We who were far away from God now have been brought close to our Father. What a great thing. What a good thing. That no one ever has to end up in hell. How many of you know that hell was not created for man? The original creation of hell was for Satan. I think Matthew one day said hell was created for the devil and his angels. It wasn't for men. God didn't have men in mind. 
So when Satan saw that this is my place, he wanted, then he will also say to those on the left hand, depart from me, you cast into the everlasting fire, prepared for the devil and his angels. So it is not prepared for you, but it was prepared for the devil and his angel. But if you go and align yourself with the devil, then you have to enjoy uh, the hell with Satan, with the devil himself. And that is why we are running to tell people that look, if you join yourself the devil, you are going to end up in the same place he is. So we are coming. God has made a provision for you so that you can escape from that place. So it's, it's a very serious business. Oh, 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 if I die, prophet, I know will pray so that uh, 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 my path will change. Hey, don't let anybody deceive you. It is appointed unto man once to die after death, judgment. The day you fall down, boom, it ends. Wherever you face, if you face hell, nothing, no one can change it. Hey, let them do Sraha on your behalf. You know Sraha? Give to the poor. Let them do anything. Let bring all the apostles, bring all the, the prophets, bring all the teachers. Let us join hands together. The only thing we can do is to resurrect you so that you can come and receive Jesus Christ. If you don't come back to life to receive him, you are here and there. We cannot change your destiny after your death. That is why the gospel is for the living and not for the dead. So anybody you see walking on the street is a, is a potential heading towards hell and God said rescue them if you see it like that you will have compassion you see eternity is not thousand years eternity is not one million years eternity is not a light year eternity is eternity forever if it was a million years i said oh when the person get there for a million years there will be a chance that is even far better when they give you life imprisonment you know by 100 years it's finished or you know by, by you can keep me there for 500. How about 100 years that die? You can put me inside the prison. You remove me. I'll get my prison outside. <laughs> but this is not like, if it, it's not like getting to prison for 5 years, 15 years, 20 years, 25 years, 30 years prison. Or if they give somebody uh, 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 20 years, they say, yeah, okay. But this is eternity. No chance again. There's no way Jesus will go there and die for them. They are doomed. 
and this is why you push the church this is where our passion should go this is what should make us move out to tell our friends let them make a mockery of you but you are crying for their soul what shall it profit a man if he gains the whole world and loses his own soul some people say there's no hell jesus said there was hell there's hell and that hell is prepared say oh, oh god is too good to turn people to hell hey god was too good to burn sodom and gomorrah god was a good god to let the rain come in the days of noah good god but people got drowned she don't say because he's too good nothing will happen go back remember noah's son remember Sodom and Gomorrah, that same God was the one that is there. He's still the one, the same. He is a loving God, but he also is a balanced God. Justice is also wanted. He's a merciful God, but he's also a just God. So, oh, yeah, then, Pastor, I'm afraid you are threatening us. I'm not frightening you. He that have a son have life. The one that don't have the son have no life. The judgment is not because you stole. The reason why you are stealing is because you don't have the life that do not steal. The reason why you lie is not because you are a liar. Because you don't want to. No, 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 no. Because you are a sinner and that sinful nature it work is to lie. We have liars, but we have people who lie, but they are not liars. <laughs> we have sinners, but we have people who sin, but they are not sinners. Say, prophet, what are you telling us? We have guns, Ashantis, but they don't speak Ashanti language. They don't speak the gun. They can't speak the gun. The fact that you can't speak the gun doesn't mean that. The reason why they say is because you are a gun. If you're going to be a king, I can be the best person who can speak the Ashanti language more than any Ashanti man. They will never make me Ashanti king. Never. The reason why you be a king is because you have bloodline. The reason why you go to heaven is because you have the bloodline of God. That is all the essence why we must preach the good news. That people, that's what the Bible, we, we call it being born again. When you are born again, it means you've been born before. Eh? You cannot use born again if you have not been born. You know, the person has to be born two times, isn't it? So the first birth 
if your parents who give birth to you, that's why you look like them. Your face look like that. I saw Pepe. I saw your sister. I thought you were the one who have become a little better. Your face looked the same. You don't look like any one of them because you came from one, one blood. The same way. So you behave. That's what some of us, we behave like our parents. Sometimes you don't want to behave like your mother, but you're doing that. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm telling you, that's the truth. <laughs> Sometimes you see the person, he's like, the, he, he, be, he, he smile, he doesn't want to walk like the father, he doesn't want to lie, but you're walking like that. You can't change it. Physically, you're born by that, so you have this physical structure, and you, you, you behave physically like that. The same way when you're born spiritually, in your spirit, you behave like that. They see there's a, there's a spiritual renewal in your heart. And it is then that we then have to, what is in the spirit, teach the spirit to dominate the mind, then the mind can then live right. If there's going to be any change, it will be the change of the heart. The center part of man. You've been born again. Let me tell you, there are some dogs, there are some animals that seem to be more intelligent than human beings. There are some animals that can put on television and put off a TV and, 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 and find channels and there are some children from village or even adults from village which when you give a remote control they can't operate but when it comes to voting no matter how the animal is taught technology, IT he doesn't have the power he has no vote Oh, he said, oh. He might be very intelligent. He might know that this, this person, he might know, you can even teach him economics. And the village person don't know economics. Hey, when he comes in line, he can vote. He's a Ghanaian animal. He can vote for animals, but not human beings. <laughs> so for you to qualify, you need to be the same species. And we must be in the species of God, which is the spirit of God. That is the new birth. When you're born again, things begin to happen in your life. And I pray that all of us will have this burden that those around us will not go to hell, but will go to heaven. We are to go to ethnic groups. We must go to nations. We must share this word with all of them. And make them disciples and disciple them with the message of the cross. The message of the cross 
something is offensive to the world it will offend the man in the flesh you know when you guys say oh you talk about God everybody accepted the moment you go into the cross is very offensive it is pain how can this cross a casting bring blessing because the way we see Jesus on the beautiful cross this cross it is nice it's not good people that die there this is like Pumba. you know Pumba? you are young so you don't know it's where there is a cute people this evil people is is sinners it's criminal that they hang here the cross is actually for criminals so anyone they see you with this on this cross you're a criminal we've polished the cross nicely are you angry with me you hang it around your neck that's good but this cross anyone that goes on it there can't be anyone who hangs on a tree cases are on it the moment they see you on it you are part of a case the cross itself is not a blessing that is why he suffered on that cross so that you were the one who should go there he took your place and hung there i always say that i don't believe that jesus was powerless that's why he couldn't come he, if i were jesus which i am not like the way you treated him ah, on the cross, like a man buffed down. Miss from home, when we said, being a neighbor. I will get down for you to know that I am the Son of God, show boy, so that you can go to hell. That you, you will go to hell. But he hung on it and love it was in the nails nails couldn't keep him but the love he had for you that i didn't want christopher and not to get there let me take it for him no matter how painful how shameful we even dress him nicely with icgc dress uh, 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 how do you call it cloth they tore all his cloth. He was naked on the cross. The shame of sin was on the cross. It is just for decency. We have to. They have to uh, cover it up. It's not an easy death. How many of you, if I strip you naked and bring you here, that alone? will destroy your whole life 
So the cross is not an easy thing. Full of shame and everything. But it is still it is carries the power of God. God takes this to bring his power to us. That is why the preaching of it become an offense. But how? How can this sin help? But that is the wisdom of God. He takes what looks like a curse and makes it a blessing in your life and in my life. He did this so that we can tell the world that they don't have to go through this again because somebody have gone through for him so they have life. That is the good news, isn't it? Oh, I hope I'm, I'm, I'm saying something. Okay. Um, briefly. Hmm. I love this Jesus. And because of that, he gave us this assignment. So we all have to obey it. Then finally, you know, the world will one day come to an end. Your world, I'm talking about your world. How many of you live after 200 years? Matthew 24, verse 3. And Jesus went out and departed from verse 3. Okay, let me read from verse 1. From the temple, and his disciple came up to show him the building of the temple. And Jesus said to them, do not, do you not see all these things? Assuredly, I say to you, not one stone shall be left here upon another that shall not be thrown down. The temple you are boasting about, the physical temple, not one stone will be left. Let me continue. Now, as he sat on the Mount of Olives, the disciples came to him privately saying, tell us, what will these things be? And what will be the sign of your coming and of the end of the age? Give us a sign that you will be coming. So Jesus started. Maybe I'll talk about it. And Jesus answered and said, Take heed that no one what? Take heed that what? So deception is number one. People will come and deceive you. Deception will be on a high level. Deception in every area of life. Deception in churches. Deception in gifts. Even deception in our life. Sometimes you go and marry, you have been deceived. After where do you go to the room, the woman you remove, she said, that's not what. You remove the hair, you remove this, nothing is left. 
Deception all over. Back front deception. Man, deception. Put on some dresses and just put some as if you have three pieces. No, the say, say plastic national. You see them and say the guy have got a broad chest. Let's even know his chest is like mine. Deception. Take heed that no one deceive you. Now, deception is very high. Even in our marketing. With high tech, they can put your head on somebody's body and let you run like him. Deception. <laughs> So he's talking about these ages where they can show, somebody can show you what he wants you to see. So the time has, has come. He's talking about it. <laughs> deception, I'm going to continue. Say so wars and rumors. Number one, deception. Number two, wars and rumors. And you will hear of what? Wars and what? Rumors of wars. And in these our days, we are always afraid. Rumors of wars, wars all over. Everywhere there are some areas, there are no go area. You can have a country, there's some area the, the president can rule there. Jesus is talking about all this. Why are people, why are the other nations building all this nuclear design and trying to do that? Stop others because of war. Not because they want power. Power supply. They want electricity. People are developing missiles, things that can go biological uh, uh, warfare. People are trying all kind of things because people say when there's war, want to be able to over. So there's always fear and tension. Some uh, prefects, senior prefects, wars, rumors of wars all over. It's not only rumors of wars, not physical warfare, but they are spiritual warfare all over. Then, nation against nation. For nation will rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom and there will be famine, pestilence, earthquake in various places. Seeing, they call them tornadoes. They call them, huh? With different names. Huh? Psycho with different when they come, they just come and erase the path. Uh, for Africa here, when they come here, we are in trouble. So things are happening. It can wipe away people. These are not rumors you see them on television. Hundreds and thousands of people 
they die. It kills more than what wars could do. Within a single two days, what natural disaster can do? War don't kill people like that. When we are seeing all this, we have to be aware that Christ, these are the sign. This is the reason that should propel us to move out to rescue people. Natural disasters will happen. Persecution of true believers. In the last days, true believers will be persecuted. It will be a time you cannot preach on certain things in the Bible. They will persecute you they will make it look bad. They will make it look criminal if you preach it. And this happening. Things that are in the scriptures, you cannot mention them. Oh. Christians are being persecuted and nobody talks about it. Christians are being killed and nobody says anything about it. Am I getting? These are all signs. It's a sign that should let us see that Christ is coming. It shouldn't put us, make us coward, but rather make us bold so that we can preach the gospel. I hope you're getting what I'm saying. If you serve the Lord, Sometimes if you want to live right as a Christian, you'll persecute in your office. Especially when the office is corrupt and you are uncorrupt, you cannot be corrupted. They will trouble you and if you don't, they will transfer you to some place. We don't want to hear the truth. If you stand and speak the truth, you become the bad person. You will be persecuted because you are practicing Christian virtues. Evil is now called good and good is now called evil. It is when evil becomes good and good becomes evil, Christians are going to be in trouble. And the world is redefining what is called good and what is called evil and not the scriptures. But in this, stand firm because the Lord is coming soon. I hope, I hope you're getting it. Maybe last but not by the one. 
there will be lawlessness increase in lawlessness jesus said that there will be increase in what lawlessness when you're seeing it can be increase in lawlessness could be individual could be even nations because they are strong they think they shouldn't obey any law the individuality has got influence so this law does not affect us all men are equal who told you are you afraid lawlessness lawlessness people become lawless when you see lawlessness and because of lawlessness because lawlessness will abound or will increase lawlessness is always there but is increasing the love of many will grow what? Cold. I have been, I'm not very old, just a young boy. But I've seen some few days. Unfortunately, my village is by the roadside. Sometimes people travel by foot when they get there and it's late. We take them as strangers. Sometimes my parents leave their bedroom and give it to the visitors. Now, you try to put them in front of your gate. In these days, you want to help people, but you are afraid. You want to give people lift, but you're afraid. Even church, somebody won't lift. You're afraid because evil have increased. So you see people, not that you want to be wicked, going in the same direction. Somebody stops you, you don't want to stop. Because if you don't take that, he will take your car from you. Are you getting me? So, when you see all these things happening, it simply means that the coming of Jesus is getting closer and closer. Then there will be mass betrayal. And then many will be offended and will betray one another and will hate one another. Betrayal, they will hate one another. The same friends that have lived together, attended school together because they went, they joined different political parties, they became enemies. They betrayed one another. He was your friend. 
You attended the same school. You ate from the same place. You were in the same dorm with the person. And you were, you were playing until you joined. One on the other side and one on the Then, before you realize, how? When you begin to see all these divisions, know that Christ is on his way, getting ready to come. You don't belong to my area. You don't belong to us. You are not part of us. People betray people because they want positions. People can even betray churches. Your own church. Betray your pastors. When you begin to see that, it means that the coming of Jesus is getting closer. I will end here. I want to encourage all of us that there's a reason why. I don't just want to say people go and win so. No, you have to understand this. That is the agency. Jesus is called. It's very agent. And we shouldn't just play. It shouldn't even be one this year alone. I believe that it should be our lifestyle. God bless you. We have come with